0: Hey there and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theatre nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. Help us keep the dice rolling by supporting the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast on Patreon, by becoming a supporter, roleplay hero, or weaver of worlds on our Patreon, you will receive benefits such as Patreon exclusive one-shots and side quests, free to download battle maps and world maps, and even voting power in what comes next in our campaigns. My name is Avery Melosh, and I will be your dungeon master for tonight's episode of Dungeons and Dragons: Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously, in Legend of the Silver Flame.
1: It seems like maybe we should do... I wonder, because there are guards out, should we do a a, a diversionary group and then a group that's getting right to the lumber mill right away? Because the thing is, Lena, I know you're not very graceful, but we need to get you to the lumber mill (laughs) above all Yeah. Velvet. Yes?
2: I must warn you, I am currently inebriated. This must be a problem for you, but this is kind of a good thing.
1: <laughs> so Velvet's gonna kick open uh kick the door and, and kind of exit out and go, um Hello everyone! Good evening to all the peacekeepers. of... What's the name of the town again? <laughs> he turns what? and he looks at Bird plume. <laughs> <bloom. laughs>
3: Did you say bird
1: Bloom?
0: bird you kind of look around the lumber mill as well, and you notice that on the broken saw, there's a small lever right next to the blade on a wooden post, whereas on the falls down and through and kind of cuts through those two and opens up the road and you see that there is a wooden staircase leading down. That's cool. Into the dark. By the time you guys have entered, you've seen the figure go into the mausoleum, but when you're about halfway across the graveyard, you start to hear some sounds. The, the shifting of dirt.
4: Oh no! <laughs>
0: and as you take a look around, <laughs> you notice that out of some of the graves, that these hands <laughs> begin protruding up and clawing at the earth and rising from the dirt. And you turn around and you see that Velvet has just leapt over the graveyard fence, riding a lion, and comes up to you guys.
1: I shouldn't. I should have mentioned this, but that, so who wants to go in first? I'm kind of a, more of a. I head rear, in. Rear-going person myself. Okay. Giriot heads in. <laughs> Bree starts following after Giriot. <laughs> and Velvet goes in the back. <laughs> Riding the
3: line. Yeah.
0: So we're going to be following Velvet, Giriad and Bree first. Sorry, Lena, it's I to kind of leave you on the hook for a sec. No worries. But I just want to yeah, move no forward to that. So you guys go into the mausoleum. It's completely made of this dark stone, similar to the Church of Kalemvor. You walk through the archway, and you notice that there's light coming from the mausoleum. It's not huge in any way. It's just enough to fit maybe... 20 graves in the wall will say you and uh, different cof- stone coffins along the walls as well you walk down and it's a single open room with candles on the walls and nobody's there
1: um just just because i trust the in- intuition of animals how is my lion acting I- in here there is no change in your lion <laughs> okay uh, okay like it's not like a when he freaks out because there's like something creepy in here. Okay, cool. cool.
4: Bree's going to look around the room and see if she noticed anything uh, amiss.
0: I will say the one thing that does stand out to you is uh, toward the back of the room in the middle, there's a statue of Kalemvor, much like the likeness you saw in the church when you entered, but a smaller scale version of him. He And he's holding the short sword, a stone version, not the actual one. Right. And in the other hand, he is holding a set of scales. Bree, I'll have you roll perception for me.
4: Okay. That's a 16.
0: You're looking around the room and this statue catches your eye because it seems like something is off compared to the statue you saw in the church. There's something different about them. Hmm. You notice that the statue in the church, even though it wasn't holding the sword, you notice that his hand gripping the sword was pointed up. This statue has the hand pointed down and the sword pointed down.
4: That statue is different than the one we saw in the church. It's hand is in a different position i think that oh, that's so like fucking
1: necromancers they're just in love with their stupid ass puzzles oh god i'm gonna <laughs> use my cantrip of dancing lights um mm-hmm. uh, that's i think what they're called uh yes hey nailed it sweet yeah dancing <laughs> lights uh so just just to kind of it's four torch sized uh balls of light i just kind of want them to extend in the room just so it's not so dark
0: yeah, so they these four lights start spinning around, different colors, and ex- and expand outward from each other, and it really illuminates the room. Velvet, roll perception for me.
1: Oh, okay. That is an eighteen.
0: Eighteen. So as your lights are dancing around, you notice there's a simple stone pedestal on one of the walls. On top of the pedestal is this sort of stone bowl, and you notice a bit of red in the bowl
1: oh (laughs) the velvet goes i fucking hate necromancers he um hops off the lion and goes to examine it and he's trying to see if the blood looks fresh so it's not actually blood oh okay
0: you look over and there's a very small amount of this red sort of
1: dust oh it's not liquid okay I found dust, everyone. I know, in a crypt. It's a breaking groundbreaking find. <laughs> come and check it out. Okay, uh, can I do a roll just to see if I would know what that would be? Yeah, let's roll Arcana. Okay, all right. Let's do this. Oh, that's a nat 20. Roll the percentage yes. dice for me. Oh, okay. Okay, that is a 56. 56. What
0: is your total, including your modifier? 23 23 you've in your travels heard tales of extraordinary dust now like dust that actually can do certain things if sprinkled or or just like usable dust in a magic sense and you're not sure if this is the type of dust but like you think it might be it seems pretty interesting to you what it is exactly though you can't tell
1: Okay, so this does seem pretty interesting. I'm gonna give the the red tinge kinda gives it away here. Uh I'm gonna like scoop some in my hand.
0: You scoop some in your hand and it doesn't do anything,
1: it just scoops into your hand. Whew! Okay, good, good. good, good, good. <laughs> uh, and I take it and I like pinch it like a salt bay over the uh <laughs> the basin.
0: Over the basin, like of of yeah. the, like that stone bowl. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like
1: like where I found it.
0: So you take a pinch from your hand and you sprinkle it into the bowl. And when
1: it lands in the bowl,
0: it just lands in the bowl. Mm.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) he turns everyone else with the red dust. Any (laughs) other ideas? (laughs) Uh All right.
2: um, So Giriad is getting a little antsy. So he looks around the room. Avery, is there anything that you... If I roll perception, maybe you can tell me if I... um, if there's anything around the uh, room, like is there is there any way to continue forward? Based off uh, Bree's
0: comment about the statue, you think there is something to do with the statue,
2: something odd about it? So I'm going to try to turn the statue. By any chance, can I do that? Yeah, just the whole thing on its base or a specific yeah. part? Um, I'm gonna the whole thing on its base. I'm gonna try.
0: Okay, you try to turn the statue, and its base doesn't shift. Roll um roll an investigation for me.
2: Ooh, yes. I can, okay. Oh, that's still just 20. Okay.
0: So you remember walking into the Church of Kalemvor that this statue, the arm, is misplaced
2: on this one that you're looking at right now. Can I, like, maybe try to turn the arm by any chance? Would that would that be, like, the uh, right thing to do? Maybe I'm not looking <laughs> straight.
0: No, no. You, you reach out your hand to the arm and you apply some pressure to turn it, and it actually gives. And you push it so that the sword is pointing up, and it seems to sort of click into place, and immediately one of the stone coffins that's next to you that seemed to be sealed shut slides mm-hmm. to the side, granting an opening. And you can hear the <sighs> of air as nice. it gets sucked in.
1: Velvet's in the middle of sprinkling the dust over his head, and he looks and goes, I did it! That worked! Nice! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I knew this dust was important. <laughs> <laughs> so, G-
2: Giriad, Giriad uh, just goes. <laughs> right through the uh just goes right in
0: oh velvet <laughs> We're just gonna follow?
1: can i put the dust in, I, I i have an empty pouch so can i just put the dust in that pouch totally cool so it's in there and i go come on reginald and i lead the lion down with me <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay no problem so the lion how big is a yeah, the lion can fit. It's cool. Let's do it. So, you guys all begin going down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lion. It's cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he kind of just purrs as, he, as you talk to him, and he kind of nuzzles your face and follows behind you.
1: Who's a good boy? Anyway So back Finally
0: Back to Lena and Cy. So you guys Travel through the cave tunnel The rush Mm -hmm. of water Under your feet Constantly being heard Echoing off the caverns Of this cave The cave Continues to wind down Almost like a Spiraling staircase Just slowly spiraling Into the earth Until the cave Suddenly turns into Man-made stone And you can tell That you've entered A man-made ruin Of some kind And you enter into a hallway. Now, Lena, you can see about 60 feet uh, down this hallway that Mm -hmm. there are frames on either side of this hallway. There are frames with these sort of paintings. And Sai, from your torchlight as well, you walk up and the first painting you see on this wall randomly is there's a group of farmers sprinting through their farmland being attacked by what looks like these decapitated heads with bat oh. wings protruding out of the temples. Oh. It's like a, a scene of that.
5: Okay. And so I kind of nudge Lena to, to look at the picture. Well, that's interesting. Do you remember this from your history of Plunberg? Has no. this happened here before?
6: Not that I know of, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really care much for history growing up, so I don't really know too much about the town before, but... Uh, She goes to another one.
0: Yeah, so you pass another painting and you see that it's a village and there's this windmill across this river. And it shows some villagers in front of what looks like this sort of hill made of stone. And they're kneeling and bowing to this demon standing on top of this hill, and you see that this demon is throwing gold into the air, and it has four arms, two of which oh. look like more like hands on the end, but two of which almost look like lobster claws. And it has these <laughs> horns sticking out of his head, and it has the feet of a hawk. Oh. You come to wow. one more painting, and this one seems to be a different artistic style. It's very plain. It depicts this demon's face. It's completely black, except you can see almost the shadowy outline of this elongated face and these these very sharp teeth, but these glowing yellow eyes.
6: Uh, Lena walks away from Sai. I don't know if he's at the painting that I'm currently you just described, but if he's not, she's going to just mutter to herself to Theo and just say, know anything about this? to see if he says anything. Mm.
0: As you mutter that, you feel this itch at the back of your head. It doesn't necessarily seem to be a response in some way. It seems almost like an alarm. And you look back up to this painting and you see in like in real time, in front of your face, the face kind of sucks back <gasps> from the painting and it's actually just an empty frame. Ooh. Lena like stumbles
6: back. And actually, she doesn't usually, like, shriek, but this caught her off guard, and she,
5: she does. And, and Sai goes, whoa, whoa, what is it? What do you see in oh, there? And he uh, goes up to the uh, painting and takes a look, and does... does do I see the, uh, the face, or is it gone by It's now? gone. Like, it's
0: just an empty frame on this stone wall.
5: Oh, okay, and what, what, what did you react to? What's... I, I guess I just... It
6: was something else. Never mind. Um, just be on your guard. I... I I think we're going into pretty uh big danger here and she just starts slowly going down the hallway
0: so you guys continue down the hallway the frames on either side and the paintings cease to be hung it's just this stone hallway now something strikes you as strange Lena you're looking through this hallway and you can see 60 feet but once the hallway ends and it opens up into this bigger room you notice that your dark vision slowly is meeting you. You can't see into this room and it gets closer and closer until it's just you come to the edge of it and it's just sheer black looking ahead. And sigh, even your torchlight seems to be it's sucked like into this darkness. Your light can't reach into this room.
5: This is a bad sign. Hold, hold on. Don't go yeah. in yet.
6: Lena takes out a javelin and just um Uh, brushes it along the ground to see if there's like still like a walkway going further maybe. Okay so let's
0: let's say with your arm reach as well you reach five feet into the darkness and your javelin scrapes the cobblestone there is floor.
6: When she brings it back up she just puts it in front of her to see if there's like a door or something I don't know anything blocking them within the five feet in front of her. Just air. Huh. And she turns back to Sai. I almost just want to go in if my sister's been captured I don't know if she's dead yet or not. I think we have to go in lena just walks in she walks in like five okay then
0: (laughs) so you enter into the darkness and the sounds the wind sort of going through even seems to get sucked away and this room becomes very quiet all you can hear is the almost faded sound of the trickling water of the stream that seems to be your only path you continue following the water it's the only thing you can feel or know you begin walking into the room, you slowly make your way, sticking close together, 5 feet, 10 feet, 15 feet, 20 feet, until you see these two small yellow lights of some kind ahead.
3: <laughs> oh, no. mm-hmm. With the darkness in the
0: room, you can't even tell how close these eyes are. They blink oh, at you, and then they disappear.
6: <laughs> Sorry, did you say they blink? <laughs> yep oh they wink oh no they blink.
3: they blink oh they blink <laughs> <Wank>. even better
6: <laughs> lena just mutters to Sai. she goes Sai, i am so sorry i dragged you into this
5: <laughs> do, do you know what that is nope it looks... no clue
0: si what's this your is ac not good.
5: um oh shit <laughs> and it's this 11. is how we
6: die where's Loving. the cleric <laughs> yeah
0: so Sai, as you ask that question Suddenly, you feel this <laughs> across your back as this oh. claw rakes against your back, dealing oh. Oh. dealing eight slashing damage to you. Oh. And no. you turn you turn around to confront, and you see this in the darkness. There's this sort of shadowy figure, resembling of the one you saw in the frame, and you can only <laughs> mainly see its yellow eyes floating there, and this these wisps of smoke. And I'm gonna need you to roll initiative for me.
5: <laughs> so the room is completely dark. We just see these like points of light that we assume our yep. eyes right uh Steph okay. do you have spare
6: the dying I just really want to know if I need to make a new character <laughs> oh yes I do have that oh good okay good okay so that's a
4: three I'm not with you Carla though
6: <laughs> no I'm just saying if you find me at some point okay you can <laughs> <me. True. laughs> and that's a seven for my initiative seven okay
0: so yep. so good the shadow demon will be going first, then Lena, great. then Sai. Great. Okay.
5: <laughs> so happy.
0: Okay. So these eyes are floating around you and they're about ten feet away at this point and they begin to circle <sighs> around you guys as I assume you're like pressed back to back even. Mm-hmm. Trying to stand mm-hmm. your ground. Now this yep. thing as a bonus action whew, disappears. Great. You're not oh, sure where great. the eyes are. Lena.
6: <sighs> yep. What is your AC? 14.
0: Okay. So you can almost, even though the sounds are sort of deafened in this room, you hear this sort of clawing against the ground and you duck your head as these claws reach right above you, trying to scratch at you again. You look and you see his yellow eyes of this demon standing there. What would you like to do?
6: I rage. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Her eyes go black and she rages and she sees the humanoid spectral warriors surround her. It's my turn, Avery?
0: Yeah, Rage is a... Yes, it is. Cool.
6: That's a bonus action. Yeah, that's right. Um, So I only get... Um, well, 24, I'm assuming, hits. Oh, yeah. So she's gonna... She's going to... Uh, yeah, she's just gonna attack this... Uh, biatch. Oh, that's not great. Uh, 11. It's only 11 damage. But the Spectral Warriors um, attack... that My humanoid figures attack with it.
0: Oh, cool. It gets disadvantage
6: on anybody that is not me. Yeah. And if it does attack Psy, it has, resist, um, has resistance.
0: Nice. All right. So Sai you're up next.
5: I am going to cast reduce <laughs> at the demon. Oh, huh,
0: okay. Walk me through that.
5: Okay. So I can uh, make a creature object uh, grow larger or smaller for 1 minute. So I'm assuming that and if if the creature's unwilling, it has to do a constitution saving th- saving throw.
0: What's your uh, spell save? The 15. 15 he failed literally by yes! one.
5: Yes, oh, Awesome. Wow. Okay. So reduced by one eighth. So his size is now one eighth of his (laughs) his normal size. He has disadvantage on strength and um, he deals one D for less less damage.
0: He looks at the two of you and he kind of unhinges his jaw and lets out this Mm. high pitched screech of some kind. Closes his jaw, closes his eyes and disappears.
5: And what happens to the lighter in the room? Is it gone or is it still dark?
0: Slowly, after he disappeared and you feel like he's gone after about 15 seconds of you guys holding steady, waiting for him to show up, the darkness of the room slowly starts to lift and the sounds come back. And you notice that you're in a more open cavern still. The, the stream is just carving a slow path through this open cavern. And you see that it continues through a tunnel on the other
5: side of which you came.
6: What is this place? What was I that?
5: Know. I don't like this place.
6: No, but this is where my sister went. And mm. she just starts walking towards wherever the next point is. And Sai follows. Yeah,
0: you guys so press you on down the toward that next tunnel. He he knew he was gonna lose, so he's like, ah, I'm just gonna fuck off.
6: <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to attack recklessly, too. Oh. oh.
0: So cool. back to Brie Velvet, Giriad, and the lion.
6: <laughs> sounds like the Wizard of Oz. I know, right? <laughs> put him on! Oh put him on! <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys enter through this coffin, and you see that there's actually these stone steps that lead down into the darkness, and there are candles intermittently along this passageway. It's tight, but you all can fit, even your lion. He's very nimble, nimbly making his way through. Eventually, you reach the bottom, and it opens up into this small circular chamber where you see, on the opposite end of the room there is a an archway and you see that there are stairs that continue down but in the middle of the room there is another statue this time you see the statue of this figure it looks humanoid of some kind but it's covered in these long wispy robes and with a skeleton-like spindly hand it's holding this long thin staff and at the top of the staff there's this stone orb it's all made of stone it's best depiction but its face is also covered by this hood, but this hood seems to be made of shadow and, like, wispy air almost. It doesn't seem necessarily solid. In this statue, there's a message carved.
1: I'm going to bring my lights in, so I'm going to try to fill the room with lights and send one of them right up to that message and see if we can read it.
0: You see that the message on the statue, do you read Infernal?
1: Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Damn I it. Don't. <laughs> uh... Well, I got, hmm, gobbledygook.
6: <laughs> oh, wait,
1: no, I, I don't. I read Common and Gnomish. It's the same text as Dwarvish, fun fact. Oh, that's Interesting. cool. Yeah. Huh.
0: Garriott or Bree, do you uh,
2: know Infernal? Uh, let me see here what I... I don't. Ah, uh, you know what? No, because
1: I, I know Common,
2: Dwarvish, and Draconic.
1: Okay, something about this seems like it should be important. Uh, but, kind of lost in translation on this one. Anyone got a Rosetta stone in their pocket? No? Uh, okay. Joke for all your history bu- buffs there. Archaeology joke. Let's go! <laughs> I'm gonna
2: cast... And I hope you don't mind me casting this agent. Mm-hmm. Comprehend languages. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh! <laughs> why, nice! why would I mind? Hey, no, You were holding out on us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody walks away in Gears just... Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. oh, so, um, snap of
2: my fingers so as I, I wave my hand and uh, the as the letters seem to glow and the letters slowly form into a language I understand
0: yeah totally so they slowly rearrange themselves the script adjusting and becoming malleable and then it becomes set in stone once again crudely written it reads the pool shall bridge the material with the infernal realm
2: um I say that out loud. Just like Giriad voice, because Giriad.
1: Velvet's <laughs> <laughs> <I, laughs> uh, so excited. He goes, You beautiful dwarf, and I jump, and I kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> 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 um, yeah,
4: Bree just looks at Giriad and telepathically she says to him, That doesn't sound good.
0: No. And um, for material, you guys. You guys understand that that is a reference to the material plane, like the the, mm. wor- the realm of which
2: you live in and all other creatures.
1: So, you think there's going to be a pool?
2: I do not think that there will be a swimming pool, no.
1: Oh, that's a. <laughs> I guess that was wishful thinking down in this complete shithole. Okay. All right, well, <laughs> we know that a pool is a bad thing, probably. I don't know. Did anyone know anything about the material, uh, the infernal realm? Do they have. Is it, is it like a 200 days of sunshine a year kind of thing? No? Uh,
2: something tells me that that is not true, Velvet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, you know what, I didn't have to, that was just sarcasm. I'm just trying to make myself feel better down here. <laughs> mm. So, should we go, do we feel comfortable to go forward?
4: Bree looks at Velvet and telepathically she says, I think we need to try to do whatever we can to stop this from happening.
1: Cool. I'm gonna try to, like, Legolas back onto my, uh, lion. Just, like, grab it, like, swing, like, propel myself over, land on it. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna lead this time. I'm feeling kind of, k- kind of brave. Amazing. Yeah.
0: So you guys begin to go down the stone steps, leaving the statue behind. You walk down, and you come into a landing, and this time it opens up into quite a large room. A man-made room, made of stone, again, as you've seen. And you see... That there is water running down from the left side of this room in a sort of stream out of this opening and it falls into this man-made gutter of sorts in the stone and it leads a straight path down to the center of the room forward all the way to the back and on either side of this stream of water there are it's almost set up like a church setting there are stone seats chairs logs any sort of sitting place set up in this nice semicircle that closes in on this pool and we're going to leave you right there for a sec
1: oh okay
0: because Cy and Lena you continue down this cave (laughs) and (laughs) with your light you see it comes onto this landing and when you come onto the landing you notice that the stream falls suddenly into this very clean cut gutter it looks man-made and as you look to (laughs) your right you hear the purring of a lion, and you see Velvet ride down this uh, this lion down these stairs, that just emerge on the other side.
6: Lena's like, uh, honestly, I expect this from him now. <laughs> um, Me as well.
5: Yes. Hi. And, oh. And so he says, kind of quietly, "Hello, friends." <laughs> Lena did it loud. <laughs> she didn't even care. <laughs>
1: Uh, we definitely, I, I, I turn towards them, and I go, oh, oh, uh, hello, fancy meeting you down here. How did you get down here? We walked in. <laughs> <laughs> good,
3: He's good right, figures. we walked in. <laughs> yeah. But where um, did
1: you walk in from? Uh, it Brie, was a grave, and... Uh,
4: <laughs> Bree looks at Sai and Lena and says to them, uh, we saw, I, I saw Lena's father walking into the graveyard, and mm. we followed him. Mm.
0: Now on that note, I want to cut in because there's another point about the room that I need to point out to everybody now that we're here. So your eyes follow the stream going down where all the seats are. You see that there's skeletons and corpses strewn about the room almost at random. They're just kind of laying around. Very old bodies, (laughs) no fresh ones, but ones that have been there for a while then may still have some flesh clinging to the bones. Mm. But at the end, you see Thurio kneeling in front of the pool. And he he has his head down, and he seems to be just very still kneeling. But beyond him, on the other side of the pool, which hugs the wall almost, you see a woman who looks a lot like Lena tied to this wooden beam that extends from the floor (laughs) up to the ceiling above the pool so that she's hanging on an angle above it. And she seems to just be knocked out. Now you see... Thurio stand and begin to make his way around to the side of the pool. And you see that he's actually holding Kalemvor's short sword. And then he stands right next to Leanne. Now go.
5: <laughs> how, how far away is he from us?
0: He's 100 feet. Oh, oh
6: I, I'm this is gonna, I'm sorry, guys. I feel like, I feel like Lena would just see this and just yell out, Dad, no, and start running towards him.
1: <laughs> Velvet's gonna rear up the lion and, like, follow follow Lena down.
2: And, um, I am going to cast <clears throat> Spike Growth around him. 150 nice. feet away, I could do it. So nice. the ground in a 20-foot radius centers to a point, which is- he's the center point. Um, he takes 2d4 damage, and he is, um, entrapped if, um, if he doesn't pass my, uh, DC spell.
0: Okay. So... We'll say, we're gonna go, Lena just yelled that. You cast that, what does he have to pass? 14. He passed, he rolled a 16 flat.
2: Ah. Ugh. Well, that's okay, because still regardless, if he chooses to step anywhere, he takes 2d4 damage um, whenever he decides to move within that 20-foot radius.
0: Sweet, okay. Nice. Okay, oh. so these vines begin to grow up from the ground around him, Lena, as you yell that and run toward them, and he doesn't even move. Necessarily, he kind of kicks off these vines and stomps on them <gasps> and he says Lena I know what this might look like, but I'm doing this for us. You see Well what for us now that you're here we can be a family again. Do you understand yeah. what this is what we can do? We can bring your mother back
1: oh,
6: necromancy! Oh. At the expense <laughs> of
0: my sister Dad, what are you doing? Your sister's criminal scum who chose to abandon the family when things got tough. She left me alone.
6: God, did you even ask her why? Like, Dad, you're gonna kill your daughter?
0: I will do what I must for the love of my life. But, <sighs> Lena, we can have Phoebe back. You can stay here with us. We can we can start over. We, or, or we can move away. We don't need your oh. sister.
6: I, Dad, Dad, I don't even know what to say. You're making me choose between my sister and you.
0: It's okay. You don't have to say anything, Lena. This is all new. You just came back. I understand that you could be shocked and, and confused, but this is for the greater good of our family. Avery, i t-
2: ready in action, by the way. Nice. Okay. And-
0: I'll, we'll touch on that right after this happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you know.
0: Thank you. He takes Kalemvor's short sword and immediately stabs it straight into Leanne's And he lets go of the short sword, and it sticks there, and she immediately wakes up and starts screaming. And you see her blood quickly begin to pour down the short sword into the pool, which you see is the deepest red of all the red waters you've seen. And as the blood begins to pour into the pool, the ground almost gives a sort of tremor, and the water begins to bubble, and it gives off steam. Now go ahead.
5: Oh my god! <laughs> fucking necromancer!
1: <laughs>
0: we'll have everyone roll initiative.
1: Uh, oh my god! These oh, fucking necromancers! Avery, I, says, I got it, I got a
0: twenty-two for initiative. Yes. Okay. And I, I'll get to your ready to action very soon. I just gotta write all this down and then.
1: That's a twelve for Velvet. Twelve.
6: Okay. Nine for Psy. Okay a 20 for Lena. I forgot to say she came out of rage after the fight and she's probably going to go back into it. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
0: Breathe, breathe.
4: I got a 19.
0: 19. Okay. So, the last thing he does after he stabs, he immediately extends his hand and you see this dark energy emanate from his hand and it immediately shoots throughout the room, passing you guys and smacks into uh, some of the bodies that were laying around the room. Right. Oh, and some yeah. zombies and skeletons animate and they stand up. No. now <laughs>
3: the,
1: the, the Curious, what is
2: your ready to action <laughs> my ready to action is ensnaring strike I have to shoot him with a bow and if I succeed which I think I will um, yeah. he has to pass a strength saving throw or he is trapped where he is until okay. he succeeds a strength saving throw
0: what's the trigger for your ready to action
2: um, it is immediate it's immediate and it's whenever I decide to shoot my bow basically
0: okay um I'm going to say since you said you were going to ready the action before I'm going to let you take that action first then we'll hop into initiative oh okay
2: uh perfect so uh does a 26 hit 26 will hit all right perfect so Avery I need you to make a strength saving throw strength okay oh he crit failed okay let me roll percentage (laughs) dice
3: oh fuck
0: okay he passed that so uh he crit failed what do you want to do
2: um so he is ensnared first of all he takes 29 damage <gasps>
3: nice wow. so
2: it's my normal damage plus a d6 because of um the the um these snares kind of hurt him and every time he fails he gets one d6 of damage okay anyway the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack the spell ends a writhing mass of thorny uh, vines appears at the point of impact so it's just only around him like it's like cool. a five foot radius then so many, um so many vines so- yeah, so he's just um, <laughs> surrounded by these thorny vines, basically, and entrapped where he is. Cool.
0: Okay. So, now we're going to start at the top of initiative, which is Geary <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs>
2: so, um, uh, you know what? Uh, what are the enemies around me right now? All right. So,
0: you guys ran in. I'm going to say right now you are 40 feet away from Thurio, across the pool and some of the ground. Now, there are three zombies and three skeletons dispersed in the room behind you from anywhere between 15 feet away to 30 feet away.
2: Okay, are there are any of them really, really close to my party members?
0: The closest one would be a zombie that's 15 feet away.
2: From who? I'm going to
0: say he's 15 feet away from Velvet.
2: Velvet? Oh, well, that's just not going to happen. That's, that's just not going to happen. So I'm going to... <laughs> well, I just crit.
3: Yeah,
2: okay, nice. roll a percentage dice. Wow, that's the first time I, I got nine percent, Avery.
3: Oh no!
0: Okay, so oh, okay. Uh, what'd you crit on? What are you doing?
2: Uh, so I think I just um doubled the dice, right? Yeah, but what are oh, you doing? Oh, oh I I roll I, I crit it I crit to hit. Okay, throw, you're shooting. Shoot a, yeah, just do a pew pew. Okay, you know? got you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, I, <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't, I didn't. hear literally just what you're doing. That's. Uh, oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, pew uh, pew. So. Okay. This plus... uh, 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 41 damage.
3: (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, like,
0: you pull your bow back, that extra little inch, and you let that arrow fly straight and true. And it goes straight through the zombie's head, and normally they're able to roll to come back to life, but the DC is... Uh, the amount of damage that exceeds their, 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 their zero hit points. Oh, no. <laughs> so, like, he can't pass that. That's just way too much. Okay. <laughs> Unless so he has, like, him. a plus 23 modifier. So, uh, he it goes straight through his head, and that
2: zombie just collapses. Mm. Okay, now I'm going to make my next hack. Okay. Um, it, What's the next one closest? Next one would be a
0: skeleton that is 15 feet away on the other side from Sai.
2: All right, I, so I just turn around, and I'm like... Nope. <laughs> oh Avery, you can literally come up here and look yourself. I crit again.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's okay. I uh wow. roll the percentage
2: dice. Uh okay. Haha. 76. That's literally
0: ah. the number oh, you nice. need. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Awesome. Okay, so what that means now is there's gonna be a little extra flavor. So roll your damage on this for me. Oh my god.
2: Okay, uh <sighs>
0: whoa okay so it's a 39 39 so this arrow blasts through this skeleton so hard that it actually finds a spot in the wall where it ricochets off of that and goes to fly toward another skeleton nearby and i want you to roll damage again but just normal damage got it
2: um let's see here
0: that would be 20 damage 20. So you literally got a double kill. Your arrow goes through the first one, Ricochet's off of a part of the stone wall, nice and smooth, and hits into another one and that one collapses <laughs> right on. <laughs> Holy fuck Okay. Oh
6: okay. My gosh.
0: Next so that's Geared. Next up uh, we have Bree. No, we have Lena, I'm sorry.
6: I think I'm just going to take Lena's just going to take her action to try to dash to get um,
0: closer to to both of them. Okay, so that that those spikes, Matt, it just makes difficult terrain for everyone.
2: Uh, the area becomes difficult terrain. Yes, it does.
0: Okay, so you dash. Um, what does that bring your movement to, Lena? Uh, sixty feet. Sixty feet. So you, mm. it takes. It's gonna take you about. He's forty feet away from you in a line. So if you're going around, I'm gonna say you actually aren't gonna be able to make it to Thurio because by the time you reach that difficult terrain, it slows you down by half. And I'm gonna say mm-hmm. you make it to 10 feet away from him.
2: Oh, you know what, Avery? Um, it takes concentration, so I can't concentrate on it anymore.
0: What else did you concentrate on?
2: Um, I concentrated on my other spell,
0: um, oh. making sure that it hit.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, so they're gone
0: then. In that case, I'll say uh, you can reach him, Lena. Okay. Whew.
6: I dashed though, so I don't think I can attack.
0: Yeah, ah. so you take your full action to just sprint as absolutely yeah, fast yeah, yeah. as you can straight up to him, and literally as you sprint, those vines and spikes from the ground just recede back into the stone earth below you. So after Lena, this is Bree.
4: <laughs> okay. I want to use turn undead. Um, so it's as, an, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, censoring the undead. Um, so Bree's going to uh, hold on to her necklace that she wears and she's going to start um, chanting this prayer.
0: Okay, cool. That
4: Verna taught her. And each undead that can see or hear me within 30 feet of me needs to make a wisdom saving throw.
0: Okay, so that'd be the other four that are there.
4: Mm-hmm. And saving. then if they fail, um, they're turned for one minute or until they take any damage.
0: So they become dead again?
4: um no they if they if they get turned they have to spend their turns trying to move as far away from oh okay at least 15 feet back i see and it can't yeah it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you it also can't take reactions um for its action it can only use the dash the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving
0: okay so what do i need to pass for these will saves
4: that's a 14.
0: 14 Okay, so let me just, let's do the skeletons first. Wisdom is a negative one, amazing. So uh, 18 minus one is 17, next skeleton fails. And then we have the zombies, their wisdom is negative two. So that one fails and that one fails. So uh, one skeleton and two zombies immediately turn around and begin moving away from you. Moving, I'm gonna say 20 feet, but one skeleton is unfazed.
4: Okay.
0: Okay. So after Bree, we have skeletons. They're going to go next. So the one skeleton that was completely unfazed, he actually has a uh, short bow. Okay, he has a short bow. So he knocks an arrow on his short bow, and he's going to aim right at you, Bree. And does a 17 hit?
4: Yes, it does. Okay.
0: So you're going to take the max damage of 8 piercing damage from this short bow as it pierces into you. So the skeleton's pushed away, but... Uh, and they can't enter a space within 30 feet of you, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. But they could still attack you from from a distance. So he's going <laughs> to take out his shortbow as well. He's going to make an attack. Oh, that that one completely misses. He's still so scared by your radiant uh-huh. energy that he pulls out his shortbow. And he, his bones are shaking as he knocks his arrow and like just like shoots it into the ground <laughs> near you. Now, after the skeletons, we got the zombies they can't do anything because they're just like so in awe of your radiant energy they they're just like as they put their hands up to their (laughs) eyes and they're trying to shield your awesome energy from them so that's their turn after the zombies we have velvet
1: okay so i'm on my lion now it, its speed is 50 feet so it can obviously move a bit more than i can uh, i would like i would like to charge it into um the middle of a zombie group so that i'm about as long as i'm 15 feet away from the rest of my group and i would like to use the spell thunder wave oh
0: yeah since the zombies got moved away you are definitely outside of 15 feet from your group
1: Wonderful. So I go telly hall, Reginald! And uh <laughs> it, it like leaps in the middle of the zombies and I pull out my, my leer and like a rock it's like banoo and I just string it across <laughs> and uh, a big thunder wave is like sent out in a fifteen foot cube direction. They must make a constitution saving throw. So what do I have to beat? Uh you must beat the whopping number of thirteen. <laughs> thirteen, okay. Let's take a look at a zombies con. Oh, it's actually not bad. Okay.
0: The first, one,
1: the first one passes, the second Kay. one fails. Okay. So the first one will take 8 uh, thunder damage, and the second one will take 16 thunder damage. And the second one gets pushed 10 feet away from me.
0: How do you want to finish both of them?
1: Oh. Okay. So I feel just like, like like this big, you know, like the the string gets pulled and it just blows them up in the air so hard that they both like splat on top of the ceiling and like goop down. It goes, "Oh, fucking necromancers." Ew. <laughs> Amazing.
0: It had 8 <laughs> hit points, so that that hey! was exactly what you needed. That was Woo-hoo! awesome.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> They've been thunderstruck. And your lion lets
0: out a roar in response to the thunder. He's like, your lion's loving this.
1: Oh, and I feel like both of, like, our our hairs are both, like, standing up, so they just look magnificent because of all the uh, static in the air. Yeah.
0: Okay. So now we finally come to Thurio.
6: Am I after Thurio? Oh,
3: no.
0: Yes, you are. Okay.
3: (laughs)
6: Oh, Thurio Everlay, why are you killing your daughter?
3: Ooh.
1: Oh no. Like he just thinks that his wife's gonna be cool with having like one less like, oh hey honey, I murdered our daughter. Don't worry. (laughs) But you're you're back, it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We still got one. Okay. That's why we made two. (laughs) Oh. (laughs)
5: Oh, oh.
3: (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ. Oh wow. At the same time, I do appreciate the banter in between, because it gives me time to actually think and look at these things. So I'm not (laughs) mad about the conversation at all. (laughs) Okay. Oh. Thurio looks to you, Lena, and you're standing right in front of him, and he doesn't raise a hand in aggression or anything. He simply touches you and says, "I'm sorry, but this must be done. Shit. And I need you to make a charisma saving throw for me.
3: Oh,
6: cause no! that's, my, that's my highest one. Hey. Oh, that's a four. Hey. Oh no! Wait, did you Can roll I a ever four? Roll- I rolled, a, I rolled a five, uh, and then I have a negative one modifier to my charisma. Oh, oh so you were kidding when
2: you so said that was, it,
6: that was sarcasm.
5: Okay. Okay. Oh,
3: okay.
2: <laughs> I rolled a four. Maybe you'll pass. So Maybe.
0: <laughs> no. What happens, Lena, is he places his hand gently on your shoulder, and instantly you are transported, you are banished to another plane. <laughs> oh.
1: The plane you
0: land in. Is a plane that seems to be endless rolling green grass and sunny skies. Oh, she just lets
6: out like
5: a... no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that is a concentration spell on his part. You could be banished up to a minute.
5: Oh, good.
3: Okay. Uh, okay. There's
2: a few people in this world who I feel like I could do that to. I I really wish. (laughs) Just banish them. (laughs) (laughs) them. (laughs) (laughs) But not the the planes of grass, I assume. Nah, no, no. <laughs> Send him to the cornfield. All right, yeah. and so
0: Matt, at the end of his turn, he needs to make those saves for the other vines yes, on sir. him.
2: Yes, sir. It's uh, Constitution again, or what is yes, it? Yes, sir. Uh, it is Strength, and yes, Strength. To do 14. Okay, fourteen. Okay, yes, sir. He
0: failed, ah, so he's stuck woo! in place, right?
2: So yeah, 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 and he has to yes. take one d six damage. Okay, roll that for me. All right, that is five.
0: 5 okay he takes 5 damage nice nice he's not looking great <laughs> good he's not looking terrible but okay so after that we have sigh
5: okay so um so thorio is stuck in place right he's not yes he to... is oh okay. Matt, is he restrained he is yeah. restrained his,
0: okay. his speed is zero okay perfect continue sigh
5: okay i'm going to fire a firebolt at at thorio
0: Roll with advantage, because you can't move. Yes.
5: Okay. That is a 17. That'll hit. That, oh, right. Okay. And that is... Oh, no. Nope, d10. That is an eight.
0: Eight fire damage. Nice. Yes. So you just cast a fireball right across this pool of water and poof, it lights some of the vines on him ablaze and he just stands there yelling uh, uh, as it's burning him slowly and, and, and he can't move. He can't do anything about it. So next up after Sai, we are back to the top of initiative with Kiriud. Nice.
2: Okay. So um, I look around. How many enemies are there now? There's I said one.
0: Thurio and one skeleton.
2: Okay. One skeleton? Uh, I'm just gonna shoot it. All
3: right, go for <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> uh, does 18 hit? Yes, it does. So I only got 17 this time. Uh, how do you want to finish it? As I close my eyes, I open them in with a quick glow of my um, my uh, mark on my face. It starts to, um, yeah, it starts to glow a little bit brighter, and I and I shoot with more ferocity now as I did before. And then goes right through the head of is it the skeleton or the zombie? Skeleton. Skeleton, alright, and it shatters the skull. Nice. And he immediately collapses hmm. to the ground.
0: So now you just have Thurio on the other side. Oh, I'm just gonna shoot him. <laughs> alright. So- yeah. with advantage.
2: With advantage? Yep, because he's uh he's still restrained. Nice. So it's twenty five hit? Yes it will. Okay. So that will be twenty
0: seven. So you shoot an arrow into his stomach, and it goes deep, and he looks
3: really
2: bad. He he yells out in pain from that one. All right, now I'm going to uh, just keep my bow on him, but I'm not. I don't think I'm going to shoot anymore. So I'm just going to slowly get closer to him if I can. Yeah, Whenever totally. I can. As yeah. you're moving. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you're about halfway around the pool. All right. Awesome. Next up after Giriad, we have Lena. So oh actually he got attacked. He needs to make a he needs to see if he can still concentrate on that. That's his right, that is right, yes. <laughs> nice. So make a constitution saving throw, the DC equals ten or half of the damage you take, whichever number is higher. So how much damage did you deal to him again?
3: Uh
2: twenty-seven.
0: Okay, so he'll he needs to make a roll of thirteen. He needs to be thirteen. And that's a con save, it's gonna be close. Fuck, I gotta pull this thing. He got thirteen, so he manages oh. to maintain the oh. concentration. Oh, yes. Rolled an yes. eleven. Yep. Fuck. Oh, so, Lena, you're you are unfortunately stuck in this banished realm. Oh yeah, of she's she's just like grass. she's just like
6: looking around like helplessly. <laughs> oh,
0: you no. feel the grass is almost mocking you, brushing at your toes. <laughs>
6: <laughs> she starts like ripping some of it out in just frustration.
0: <laughs> Bree, you're up.
4: Okay, um, I'm going to try cast a guiding bolt. That's a nat 20. Oh yes. my god.
0: Oh my
3: god. <laughs>
4: Roll that. Okay. Roll
0: that percentage dice. All
4: oh, right. Okay. Ooh. That's an eighty-three percent.
5: Nice. <laughs> Damn. Wow. God.
1: That's the real are you, are you shit. You got right lucky there. dice today. Oh my so. god!
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. Who we'll put a horseshoe up your butt today? So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So roll the damage for me
0: while I think.
4: Okay. Um, so you're gonna double so your the dice. Okay. 42 damage.
0: Oh, okay. oh God. Mm. So here's wow. what happens.
6: <laughs> she loses her other parent.
0: Your guiding bolt, you shoot it at this man. It with lightning energy, like none of you have seen before come out of Bree. It illuminates the entire cavern and hits him so hard in the chest that energy actually ricochets off of him and begins to spread throughout the cavern and any zombies or bones that were left over to be tampered with or are still there get like washed away by energy and there's oh, no chance at all that yes. they can be fucked with in combat yes. at all oh, yes. he stands there with this giant blast in his chest I rolled his concentration well he fu- he can't concentrate he's fucking yeah <laughs> Lena. <up. laughs> You come right back, standing next to Ugh. you. You see your father covered in blood, an arrow in his side. He looks to your eyes and he tries to speak, but then blood erupts from his mouth as he coughs. And he says, there's still a chance. Dad. <laughs> and he grabs your face for you to be with her. What? And he turns and grabs the short sword, rips it out of Leanne and stabs it on himself. And then, for his final action, falls into the pool of water. No. Uh. His body floats for a moment and then slowly sinks into the water. This time, the water becomes so dark red that it becomes a black. The bubbling stops. Lena, you look into the pool of water and it becomes calm and reflective. And you see a woman that looks like you and your sister as your blonde hair begin to rise from the water. And she rises higher and higher until she is literally lifted, floating out of the water, water dripping from her clothes. It's like she its she looks almost like the day she died and is gently laid on the ground in front of you. She,
6: huh. She's just speechless. She kind of looks at her mom like, what the fuck just happened? And then runs to her sister. To, like, make sure she's still alive and try and untie her.
0: She's really hurt, but she is still alive. And she looks sorry. to you and she says, Le- Lena?
6: Liana, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she's, like, running. I don't know, if, like, she's, like, untying the whatever. She's like,
4: guys, can yeah, yeah, someone you're, help me? Yeah, you're working me? on it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Avery, how how far is um, Leanne away from us?
0: She is 40 feet in a straight line.
4: Okay, can I, I want to use healing word on her.
0: What's the range of it? 60 feet. Oh, yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Uh, roll yeah. roll the amount for me please.
4: That's six. She heals Helps six back.
0: Okay. So she's got a little little bit of health. She she feels a little better.
6: Yeah, so Lena just tries to untie her and she's like holding her in her arms. It looks it looks like it's like it's like nothing.
0: I assume that others go to help her.
6: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you all there. help
0: her down and yeah. prevent her from falling in the water now turned black and put her on the ground and she just kind of sits on the ground and is holding the spot where she got stabbed which is looking a little better but it's still an open wound and she looks up to you and says, Lena, I've, I have so many questions. Where where have you, where have you been? Where where, <laughs> where did you go? And what the fuck is happening? She looks. around. O- yeah.
6: It's okay. It's okay. Just right now, just just don't move. Just don't move. You're going to be fine. I am so sorry. I let him. What just happened? And she looks over at her mom, like lying there too. She's...
0: Yeah, your mom is pale, very pale, but is there in the flesh? Oh, my
6: Jesus Christ. Lena turns to Bree and says, "Is she is she alive?"
4: Uh, Bree's gonna go over to Lena's mom and see if she can tell what the state of her health is.
0: Bree, so you go to check for a pulse and you feel that she's very cold. You feel that there actually isn't a pulse you place your two fingers under her jaw right on her neck and as you hold your fingers there for a moment and lean in really trying to feel if there's any sign of life her eyes suddenly flick open Mm -mm. and they are completely black
4: oh my god and
0: she (laughs) rises from the ground as if floating to her feet and is floating about one foot off the ground and she looks to the group and starts speaking in Infernal. So I believe, Lena, you're probably going to be the only one who can Uh, understand. I actually, she's ab-
6: I actually have abysmal. Abyssal? Abyssal, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Read. Abysmal. <laughs> abysmal. It's okay,
2: Avery, I can understand. You can. Okay.
0: Yes. So th- this woman turns to the group. And she says, The eight and A final sacrifice has been made!
3: razor shall be unleashed!
0: And she flies out away from you guys to the center of the room. Her feet hit the ground so hard that they crack under her. And then out of her back, her back opens up. This thing starts to pull itself out from her being and it expands out of her back as her skin sags and falls to the ground and you hear her bones break and this giant demon with hawk feet and four arms steps out in front of you guys and lets out this terrible demonic roar
1: i fucking hate (laughs) (laughs) necromancers
7: And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza.
0: Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta, we don't offer wings, we don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor,
5: Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road.
7: And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games. Your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor.
0: And we're going to be entering back into initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, we're going to keep this... Actually, you know what? Everybody roll a new initiative for me. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Fourteen
4: for Psy. Okay. Fourteen for Brie.
0: Nineteen. Uh, who has a higher dex mod, Psy or Brie?
4: I have one. I've got one also.
0: <laughs> okay, both of you re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: that is eleven. An eighteen.
0: Okay, so Bree. And Lena sorry. got
6: Lena got fifteen.
0: Okay. So we have it'll go Gyriad, Lena. Velvet, Brie, Sai okay, the and then Glabrezu, the demon. And then Leanne's gonna be going absolutely last. Uh Girid. <laughs> What would
2: you like to do? Hold on. <laughs> Just give me like a second to collect my uh, sure.
3: thoughts.
2: Uh, I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna cast Hunter's mark. <laughs> cool. Yes. Sounds like a good idea. Yes. Ooh, does thirteen hit? No. Ah, okay. So I miss. Oh, 17 to 17 hit. Just hits, that's its AC. Okay, so 26 damage. All right, so he's gonna take half of that.
0: All right, so you let an arrow fly straight and true and you've gotten super confident at this point with your fighting abilities in this evening. You're like, I got this. (laughs) And this arrow just seems to just sink into its peck a little bit. And he looks down, he looks back up at you. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Lena, you're up next.
6: Oh, gosh, guys. Well, the good rolls keep on coming. Uh, So Lena looks at Ann and just like puts a hand on her shoulder quick and says, I love you. I'm so sorry I haven't been here. Let's deal with this first. And she gets up and she rages and uh, she goes to attack recklessly with her great axe. And I failed both of them. So she misses.
0: (laughs) Man. Okay, so you run up and your Spectral Warriors appear around you and you yep. begin w- w- ragefully slashing at this guy, but he seems to sidestep you with efficiency. Mm-hmm. And, and he then, has
6: advantage now on the, the attack against me,
0: if he takes oh it. Oh yeah, because it was recklessly, that's right.
1: It reckless, yep.
0: So next up is Bree. No, sorry,
1: Velvet okay so i'm gonna use vicious mockery against this thing <laughs> so, okay. i go hey you demon how uncouth of you to just take her mother and then eat your way out of her body i mean read the fucking room you know what i mean and i like point to the dead i point to the pool that had the dead dad and the sister who's like kind of getting up from a hole in her body do you see you had to do that i mean come on fucking family breaker here holy shit (laughs) Uh, so so it has to do wisdom saving throw
0: wisdom okay uh so that'd be a 24
1: oh god yeah 13 okay
0: okay so he just (laughs) like snarls and this
1: breath (laughs) releases from his nostrils I then turn my <laughs> lion around and go tell ho and I try to back away from it because uh, I'm not in uh, I'm not in its direct uh, line of attack am I
0: no you guys are on the other side of the pool it's on the mm-hmm. other side of you guys awesome
1: okay so I am okay. want to back off into the shadows
0: okay after velvet is brief
4: okay so I'm going to cast a firebolt at the demon okay and that's does a 20 hit not an at twenty, but Yes it does. Okay. So it is going to take eight fire damage.
0: Eight, okay. So you cast this fire bolt at him and it hits him. But he seems to not take as much of an effect to fire as you would have hoped.
4: Okay. Ooh. So he's gonna take half um, of that. Okay. And then for my bonus action, what I want to do is I want to cast Shield of Faith around Leanne.
0: Cool. So what will that do for
3: her?
4: Um, That is going to create, it's going to create this um, emerald green kind of shimmering field of energy around her. And it adds a plus two bonus to her AC.
0: Oh, amazing. Is that concentration or just instantaneous?
4: It is concentration and its duration is up to 10 minutes.
0: Okay, awesome. So she's going to get a plus two to the AC and, and she's a rogue. So that'll, that'll make hey. her even beefier. All right, so after Bree, we got Sai.
5: All right, so um, attacking using a firebolt and 26 <laughs> to hit. That'll hit. All right, and seven damage.
0: Seven damage, so cut that in half. He'll be taking three. So pew, another firebolt hits flying over your head, Lena, and just hits him in the shoulder, and he seems to not. he seems to shake it off quite easily. Now we have Glabrezu, if that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> okay. Uh, not, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, not okay. So he's starting to feel some magic being used against him. He's going to use one of his spells that he can cast at will and he's going to dispel magic. So what level is your hunter's mark, uh, Matt? Ooh,
2: it is, yeah, I did cast just one.
0: Okay, so instantly your hunter's mark gets dissipated and it's no longer, he is no longer has the hunter's mark Shoot. on him. okay. But uh, that's his action. He's going to use the rest of his movement to move right up to your group and now he's within melee range. Alright, so we're back to the top of initiative with Girid.
2: Ah, uh, I wanted to heal Bree, but I also wanted to move. Bree, what is your character again? What is her class? Cleric. Cleric, so that means you're a ranged character,
4: right? Uh, Yeah. Hmm. I've got quite a few
2: ranged spells, so. Avery? Yep. If I'm able to grab someone, like, does that mean I'm still touching them? Therefore, I can cure wounds, yes? Yeah. Okay, what if I picked her up and started running yeah. so I can also, you know, have distance from this creature so I can shoot away, but also <laughs> curing this cleric? I'm down, make an athletics nice. roll for me, if she's willing. Are you willing? Yes. All right, then make an <laughs> athletics roll for me. Okay. <laughs> oh, this this is good. This is um. Uh,
0: this is such a rude question, but Steph, how much does your character weigh? <laughs>
4: um, oh, I feel like I wrote that down. So she's, she's definitely tiny. Um, she's uh, small. Oh, it? Oh, forty pounds.
0: Forty pounds, and then what armor are you wearing? Scale mail. Scale mail. Okay, so what's your athletics roll, Matt? So mine was nineteen. You successfully pick her up and hoist her over <laughs> your head and begin running okay. with her. That's so awesome. now
2: I'm going to cast my last second level spell of the day. What are you casting? Uh, Cure Wounds. Okay. okay. At a second level. Cool. And it is 2d8 plus 3. And I healed you 13, Bree.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Oh, you are so welcome. Okay, so he rolled a 7.
0: This time he's going to use, he's going to whip his fist around. Kind of a last. My AC nice is 17, by the way. Okay, he rolled 16, so he actually misses as he swings his fist towards you. Okay, I duck just in time. <laughs> with breathe. the, the <laughs> dexterity <laughs> with the strength. <Easter>
2: incredible.
0: <laughs> um, nice. Since you're since you are hoisting her, though, I'm gonna say your movement uh, gets cut in half. Is that all right? Oh, that is
2: no, oh, that's totally understandable. Okay, okay,
0: so you move uh, 15 away. Yeah, yeah, 15. Cool, cool. So after Girid, we have Lena.
6: Oh my! So uh, <laughs> she's uh, she's still not with it because I I just oh, swapped no. out my d20s. I rolled another three. So uh, <laughs> what is <laughs> happening? Wow! Attack?
3: With
0: advantage too, like reckless?
6: <laughs> no, I didn't attack recklessly. Oh, I think okay, you okay. have to decide that before you roll, right? I'm assuming you can't just be like, oh, I yeah. rolled bad. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But
0: like, we just started your turn, so I, you know I'm gonna leave it up to you. I'll say if you want a reckless attack, go for it.
6: Okay. Okay. Oh
0: there we go. That's very kind. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I just swapped out my D20s for
0: new ones. I don't want you guys to. Know. I just want you to have an adventure, man.
6: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it. So yep. So she misses the first one and then goes and she finally hits. She got a 26, so that definitely hits and that's 13 damage. Nice. Yay. All right. And this and the humanoid, weird, spectral people kind of come and attack the the demon. Finally, so everyone nice. has Yay. um everyone it has a disadvantage if he attacks anybody else.
0: Perfect. Mm -hmm. And I've realized I forgot to do Leanne. So we're going to get around to her too. So after Lena, we have Velvet.
1: Okay. So now that me and my lion have gone separate ways, uh, can my lion do a pounce attack? Yeah. Cool. So it's going to do a pounce. So uh, a pounce is it's going to claw attack plus try to just jump at this demon and knock it prone. So it has to do a strength saving throw. It has to get a 13.
0: Okay, he's gonna roll with advantage
1: since he's larger than the lion, and he passed. Cool. Okay, so uh, so he's not gonna get knocked down, but uh, it's an I rolled an 18 for it to hit. Yeah. So it's gonna swipe at the uh, demon. I, I feel like it like like rears up and like that tall kind of like Lion King yeah, uh, the mode. slow motion <laughs> yeah, my, my frame by frame fight. Sw- <laughs> it. And uh, it's gonna do six harm to it. And as that's happening, Velvet's like, and sneaks, <laughs> sneaks up. Uh, now, I mean, I was, I, I was about, uh, because it moved more towards us. I don't know how far you would say it's from me now. Um, my movement speed is uh, 25 feet. So, do you think I could get like up to it, yes. close enough? Awesome. Okay. So as my lion is in a fight with it, I'm gonna <laughs> secretly, invisibly, grab some of that dust and throw the red dust uh, kind of at its back <laughs> leg. So, like, you know, it's probably preoccupied so I'm just gonna, boo throw the dust and see what happens.
0: Yeah, so you go to throw the dust and it gently lands on his leg in the middle of this fight and, unfortunately, nothing happens to the demon. God
3: damn it! <laughs> oh. <laughs> but... Oh, <laughs> there's a butt. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh,
0: but some of the dust gets into the pool of water. Instantly, when some of the dust touches this pool of water, a 15-foot cube of water instantly like, gets sucked into this very tiny pellet, and the pellet just drops onto a rock, and the
1: level of water in the pool significantly drops. Okay, so Velvet just turns around, uh, still invisible, and just starts running towards the pool to drain the pool.
0: Okay, so... Let's see what uh, happens. So I'll say doing that dust was your action for that one, and you begin moving down. You're beginning to move into the pool, and on your next turn, you'll be able to do more.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. Okay.
5: We notice any, any effect on the, the demon?
0: So you actually do. <laughs> <Ooh>. oh. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a sec.
6: Hey! Okay. You didn't say it was
5: good, Eric. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and
0: Eric, as you begin to get to the pool, you notice that there are other bodies in this pool of water. There's like Ooh. many, many bodies in this pool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely pukes <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> 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 oh god.
0: <laughs> All right, Bree, you're up next. You're 15 feet
4: away okay. from this thing. Um, yeah, okay. I'm gonna use my last first level spell slot so to try and cast another guiding bolt at it. All right. That's a 19 to hit. That'll hit. And that is 10 radiant damage.
0: 10, nice. So he takes another blast of this green guiding bolt as it echoes this explosion through the cavern. And he takes a step back from that blow and comes right back and he's ready for his next move. But after Bree, we have Sai.
5: Is there anybody else within 15 feet of me?
0: Giriad and Bree are within 15 feet of you. And I guess Velvet is too since he's in the pool right there. And oh, Leanne. Shit. Okay. So, um, so everyone.
5: <laughs> so, pretty much everyone. Okay. Except for so me. One, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking if I can use Thunder Wave, and that's going to hit everybody if I use it, correct? It, it would. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to cast Firebolt at him and then run so that I'm still near the pool but away from him. Sure. Okay. So, that is a twenty, a dirty, dirty 20. Yep, that'll hit. Okay. That is a, a 10, 10 damage. Oh, nice.
0: So he'll take half of that to make it a five.
5: And then I run 30 free, feet away, but still kind of around the pool.
0: Okay, so he'll take an attack of opportunity as his pincer comes and reaches out oh. and just clips the back of your leg. He rolled an 18 plus, so. He has he disadvantage. Could. Oh, fuck, that's oh, right. right, thank you. yes, yes, yes. yes okay, yes. so that roll comes to a dirty 20.
6: <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> and. <laughs> they have resistance
0: okay so he's was gonna deal 13 damage total um, so that'll be halved and as well on top of this because you're starting to empty the pool velvet your this pincer as it grabs you first you, it feels like it doesn't do as much because the ancestral guardian but it also feels like it doesn't do as much because he seems to be getting a little weaker
1: Ooh. <laughs> And you thought it was a bad thing Carla <laughs>
6: I'm sorry I, I'm sorry I doubted you friend. So, yeah, Velvet,
0: yes. <laughs> you removed about a quarter of the water from this pool so far, so Ooh, about a quarter yeah. of the damage he can output is taken away. So yes! All right. <laughs> so, so, hold on. The six? Okay. <laughs> hold yeah. on. Let me, the- let me think this through. <laughs> so, it got halved from 13, which brings it to a 6, and then a quarter off a 6. We'll just say mm-hmm. it's 4, since we are we always round down. But I need you to make a... Oh, no, that hits. Okay, but you're grappled now. Oh, boy. Wait, oh. Sai is grappled? Yes. So you went to run away, but he uses his attack of opportunity to get you. He doesn't deal as much damage, but he grabs you and he lifts you into the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, so on your turn, you're going to be rolling a strength saving throw, I believe, to get out of that.
5: Okay. Um, and so the damage I'm taking is four. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay.
0: So, you guys see Saiga grabbed and just pulled up into the air about eight feet oh off the gosh. ground <laughs> as he has him grappled in his giant pincer. And that brings us back to the top of. Oh no, Leanne. Leanne. Okay, so Leanne. Leanne you, looks around. She's like, Can I get a fucking
2: weapon? <laughs> oh, I don't have any ones that rogues can use. Uh, I might. Uh, am I within range? Yeah, you're probably 10 feet away from her. All right, I, I give her a, I throw her a dagger.
0: Perfect, and she catches it. So she catches his dagger, and she's gonna run at this guy immediately. Okay. So she ran in with a dagger, and just her wound <laughs> is kind of eating away at her, and she misses her attack with that dagger. All right, Giriad, we're back
2: to you. Okay. Assuming that Bree is okay now, I'm going yes. to put her down. Yes. <laughs> she's good. And I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to pew pew. All right, let's do it. Uh, I missed the first one. Okay. And I hit the second one with a twenty, a dirty twenty. Nice. Okay. Twenty-four damage.
0: Twenty-four. Nice. Okay. So he'll be taking twelve, and that is my move. He's definitely starting to look bad. Lena, you're up next. Guys,
6: I'm I'm not even joking. I rolled another three, and it's with a new D twenty. Oh, <laughs> oh
5: my god. Gosh. Oh my so can we need to buy a <laughs> new <We do> one. <laughs> <laughs>
6: So I mean, unless really? I unless you allow me to attack recklessly after I wasn't going to again, Avery,
0: or I can just say I missed. This time we're gonna say you missed. <laughs> yep, <laughs> sounds good. That's sounds good. good. Just don't stop attacking recklessly from now on. Just just do it. Always. Yeah, <laughs> I am uh, ready yep. butter. <laughs> All right. So after Lena, we have uh, Velvet.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I am gonna pour that shit in like Kool Aid. I I just All of it. flip that bag <laughs> oh, open, wow. I just, just, I, <laughs> down it goes. So you <gasps> pour as much of this red dust as you
0: can into the pool of water and instantly the down into these four small pellets that are now left. And there are bodies and bones everywhere, decaying bodies. Like there are many, many, like many old ones, many newer ones. They, they pile on top of each other in this pool. He throws up again. And in this moment, Sai, um, the demon actually lets you go and you fall to the ground. You don't take any damage because it wasn't far enough. Okay. Um, but he, he seems to be losing his strength pretty significantly now.
1: And you know what? Uh, I haven't moved, so I'm just going to run back towards the creature, I guess, and, and still invisible. Just see if I can help.
0: Yeah, totally. So you take your movement cool. back out of that pool and now um, where would you like to be in, in comparison to him?
1: I want to stay behind it.
0: Cool. Okay, sounds good. So you're kind of paired up with Lena then there. Cool. Awesome. Bree, you're up next.
1: Um, I'm going to
4: try to cast Sacred Flame on the demon. Okay. So it needs to make a dexterity saving throw.
0: Ooh, okay. So at this point, now that all the water's gone, I'm treating it as if he has two levels of exhaustion as well. Yes! Okay. So he's going to have disadvantage on that. LE De- oh, crit failed anyway. Yes! All right, so let's roll the percentage dice. And that's a... Oh my god, that's a seven. So oh, he rolled low enough. Okay. So he failed his dexterity saving throw so hard on the Sacred Flame. What does Sacred Flame do?
4: <laughs> um, he takes 1d8 radiant damage. 1d8? So that's um, 6 radiant damage. Okay.
0: Okay. So uh, six radiant damage to him. And yes. radiant damage is like the thing this this thing hates most. So as this sacred flame burns around him, he begins to let out this terrible screech. And I'm going to say he actually trips over his own hawk feet and falls into the pool. <laughs> so he's knocked <laughs> prone at the bottom oh. of this pool. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Oh
1: yes!
0: Because he, yeah, he rolled a seven on that percentage day. So he fucked up big. So now we have Sai.
5: Okay, so... Um... I was so bummed. I had that that spell of destroy water, and I was gonna help. Oh! I was gonna help destroy the pool, but that's okay. That's alright. Um, okay, so uh, I'm still within fifteen feet of everybody, so I can't use my thunder wave, right? Correct. Okay, so I mean, just gonna bring out the good old <laughs> firebolt and try try that one again. A sixteen.
0: Unfortunately, that'll that'll miss him in the pit there. Okay,
5: so so no no damage. Okay.
0: No damage. All right. Now him, he he uses his movement to get up. He looks around and he extends all four of his limbs out and he casts darkness. So oh, uh, a 15 foot radius sphere around him, suddenly like darkness emanates from his body. And even creatures with dark vision, you can't see through this darkness. It, it'll grant him half cover since nobody can see into it. So he'll get a, a plus two bonus to his AC and deck saves. And that's his turn though.
2: So Girid, you're up. The, be- the best thing I can do is pew-pew. Um, <laughs> That's my thing, man. Uh, 23 hit? Yep. 22 hit? Yes. Nice. Altogether, this does 48 damage.
3: <gasps>
2: How do you want to do this?
3: Yes! yes. yes. The,
2: the mark on my um, face starts to glow, and the irises in my eyes seem to disappear, and my eyes turn completely white. As the magic infused around my arrow just glows, I go, <laughs> I, I don't even say anything, I just like let out a grunt and I just like shoot two <laughs> arrows at the just same time, thud, thud, <laughs> into the, right into the sphere, and, um, and they, as the arrows sink in, I guess whatever happens to the demon happens to the demon.
0: So your arrows fly into this darkness, and for a moment, you hear this, it releases this terrible screech, and the darkness slowly fades back onto its center, and you see that both arrows actually went into both of its eyes, and they're sticking out of his head, almost like extra horns on him. And he slowly falls to the ground in front of the pool, and with a large thump, finally collapses, dead. Fuck you, necromancers.
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> I uh, basically sheath my arrow in my bow And let out a slight sigh Like
6: <sighs> Lena runs over to Leanne
0: So she's at the bottom of the pool She's lying on top of a pile of bodies And she seems to be not doing well She didn't start the fight with a lot of health
4: Bree w- runs over to um, Follow with uh, Lena And
0: And you see the same scene, yeah Oh
6: my god, please tell me you can
0: help her
4: yeah, I can Uh, So I want to climb into the pool over to Leanne, and I'm going to touch her arm and use my second level spell slot to cast Cure Wounds. Nice.
0: Nice. How many spell slots do you have left?
4: Uh, That's my last one.
0: Oh my gosh. God (laughs) damn.
4: Yeah. She gets ten hit points back.
0: Nice. So she's feeling better. She's feeling back to what she was uh, a little better than the beginning of the fight. (sighs) And she looks to you, Bree, and she just says, Thank you, with a very tired, exhausted breath. She turns to you, Lena, and without any words, her eyes begin to swell up, and she just crawls over to you and gives you a hug.
6: Lena, who usually doesn't like to be touched, just like, it doesn't even matter. She just gives her, like, the biggest hug back.
0: You've been gone for so long, I... I figured you were dead. I just forgot about you.
6: I know. I'm I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had to do it, and I, I, I won't be able to stay long afterwards, but I promise I will come back for you.
0: It's okay. I'm just glad you're safe and alive. Yeah,
6: it's nice to see you.
0: And she looks to the rest of the group, and she says, Thank you for your help. I still don't know exactly what's going on, but I'm really glad you were here.
6: I don't know what happened to dad but I'm glad you're okay
0: so you actually noticed that he's there He is one of the top bodies he's rather fresh and he actually has the sword of Kalemfor, the, the holy artifact from the church still sticking in him
1: velvet's gonna try to can I try to grab it sure is it really far in uh yeah it'll take some effort to stick out he really went for it I, I grab it oh my god I've never owned a holy artifact before this is so cool. It's probably almost as big as I am, right? Uh, it's actually, it's a short sword, so uh, Oh, it's a short sword, Or I okay. guess,
0: I guess you're like, what, two feet tall, almost, or uh, a three, little more?
1: Three, like, three-three or something like three, that. Three-three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
0: it's almost as tall as you. Oh my
3: god!
1: Yeah. So go, okay, uh, I, um... Enjoy little one. I, I go Reginald, <laughs> what? and I, I, I take my, my belt, and I, like, strap it on top of Reginald, so he's, he's holding it right now. <laughs>
6: Eric, Eric gets all the items. <laughs> he does. It's, as
0: soon as he noticed, right? I was like, ah, oh, the dust thing. He gets that too. God damn it. <laughs>
1: <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> the
6: sword sticking out of my dad. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. like, it's almost as big as me. That's not mine. That, that's the group. So I'm just going to have to line hold it right now. Yeah. yeah.
5: Oh, my
1: God. And
5: then, oh, Sai turns to, to Bree and says, wait, who, who's watching Nellie and the Cultist?
2: Don't worry. Mimic is watching. Uh, that's just that's not a good. That's
5: not
4: And kind of just shrugs, like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> uh, the the
5: the raven.
2: Yes, he is the most trusted ally. Um,
5: <laughs> Lena, he's a raven.
2: <laughs> um, whose sister did we um attack exactly of the party, Avery? I just want to clarify. Lena's sister. Lena's okay. So I go up to Lena. In times of trouble, I heard that humans like to hear jokes. Would you like to hear a joke?
6: (laughs) Lena looks up from the hug with her sister and just kind of smiles at Leanne and then nods to to him.
2: Um, Why is a necromancer not always a bad guy?
6: Uh, I, I don't know. Why?
2: Sometimes they just want to raise a family in peace.
5: Oh. Oh, Lena turns God. back <laughs> to Leanne and <laughs> just gives her a look that.
6: quite the joke to say at this time Girian
1: <laughs> Velva throws up again <laughs> just but, thinking about the, all the half-rotted bodies <laughs> I'm glad you
2: enjoy th- it because I do th- not get it
5: I noticed <laughs> Yeah. thank you
6: uh, Leanne What happened to our mom?
0: She died in a lumber mill accident. Shortly after you left. So with you gone and with mom gone, I just... The house wasn't the same. Dad wasn't the same. I... something changed about him when he lost both of you. So I got the hell out of there while I still could and... I found a family with the thieves' Then.
6: I'm really sorry that I left. I, I hope one day I can tell you why.
0: It's okay. We all have things that we have to do for one reason or another. I don't blame you as much as, well, I guess I have to blame dad a little bit, but.
6: <laughs> there's there's a guy in a graveyard who seems to care a lot about you.
0: He's my friend. I hope I hope he's okay. Yeah,
6: he is. He was really um, worried about you.
0: He's kind of like pseudo dad, you know?
6: <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you have someone watching your back. And uh, Eldrin seemed to care a lot about you too.
0: He's a good person. It's a shame that he lost his brother. I guess we know where he went, and she kind of looks around the pile of bodies that you guys are sitting on. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. <laughs>
6: okay.
0: Aww. Hey.
6: Before I go, I'll uh, I've been taking some uh, some sketches of some of the stuff I've seen, partly for when I came back to show, well, the family, but uh, I'll show you a few of them before I head out.
0: I'd love that. <laughs> I, d- mm-hmm. I didn't even know you drew when we were younger.
6: Uh, Yeah, I kind of kept it a secret, but, uh, yeah, I'll show you. I I think, uh, I think Velvet, though, wants to get out of here before he passes out.
1: Oh, no, no, I love being in a place filled with half rotted corpses. I (laughs) love it. I love it. I have nothing (laughs) left to vomit up.
5: Yeah, uh, I'm not, I don't like this place. Uh, I think we better head back to Jumping Jacks.
1: Come, Reginald, help us and carry the half-dead girl to Jumping Jacks.
6: Okay, let's not call her the half-dead girl. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and on that note, you guys begin exiting out of, the, <laughs> out of the dungeon, the easy way, the way that Velvet Bree and Giriad came. You guys squeeze through the stone coffin, make your way out of the mausoleum, and you can see across the river on the horizon, no, that's the sunset, and you can see exiting the mausoleum that the sky is beginning to glow as the first rays of light begin to shine upon you. And in that moment... Reginald is looking at Velvet holding the sword in his mouth and he kind of gives a sad look and he instantly disappears and the sword falls to the ground.
1: Bye buddy. Thanks for all the help. (laughs) So he picks up the sword and he hands it to Lena. It's a bit big for me and a bit too dark and evil. I don't really do that. It's not really my aesthetic.
6: (laughs) Well I'll hold on to it for you but if you want to ever stab someone with it one time just let me know, okay?
1: (laughs) Oh that could be fun. So, breakfast anyone?
5: <laughs> I'm always up for breakfast. And he, he kind of pats his belly.
0: So you guys make your way to Jumping Jacks and you enter into the first main room and you see that it is all empty, except for Nellie, Darien, and Mimic, all snuggled up on a single leather couch next to the <laughs> fireplace, sound asleep. <laughs> <sighs> <gasps> oh, who knew? And on that note, That is where we will end tonight's session. to immerse your players with some quality ambience? Then check out the YouTube channel Sword Coast Soundscapes where they have over 100 different ambient soundscapes, some of which you can hear in this podcast. Or, if you're looking for some music to set the tone of that fantasy capital or raise the stakes of combat, consider supporting Will Savino's Patreon named MusicD20 where he is constantly dropping new tracks for your tabletop games.
7: Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad, Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheatre.com. Talltale Theatre Collective. Grow with us.